to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. I was pretty sure my immune system would have would have fought it off anyway. So, yeah, I kind of didn't want to get the vaccine just to, and then it, per, you know, intentionally expose myself just to, just like to see, you know, kind of like yeah, that's my, that's I was my afraid Everest. that if I got COVID, like I would beat it so bad that the COVID would like kind of people, it would have to go back to other, it would have to regroup and get more powerful <laughs> and it would yeah. hurt people more. And I'm sure that that batch, that more powerful batch wouldn't hurt me either, <laughs> uh, but it would hurt people more. And so I have, I have to think a lot about that. And I think about other people, Mike. Very mm -hmm. altruistic of you. Yeah. I did not need to get vaccinated. I am immortal and I have an amulet. I got vaccinated because I wanted to show to other people that it's cool. How many needles did they break trying to trying to vaccinate you? Well, I was able to relax. I flexed my my bicep and the uh the syringe broke and the glass uh got into the nurse lady's face <laughs> and some and some assistant across the room because it went everywhere i mean it, it exploded like it's not just like oh, a little crack of a syringe i mean it exploded with like a bomb went off <laughs> and it got and I caught, caught, like some you know and i would feel bad but like also there was like vaccine in the glass so it they got like double vaccinated or whatever you know right. and they got some cool scars they got a cool story i mean that's just the kind of thing and 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 you know i think that hopefully like a lot of you know a lot of a lot of people a lot of teens uh mm -hmm. like oh it's really cool that mike did that maybe i can break it too and they can't uh, they they can't but you know what i didn't say i never publicly said that it wouldn't be possible for you to do this so you know you mm -hmm. hear these stories about these you know these kids these you know they're lined up around the block they want to they want to they want to be just like mike they say they say hey i'm like mike yeah, that's about you. Yeah. And there's like, yeah, you've probably seen some T-shirts that say "Be yeah. like Mike," and a lot of that is is from it's it's from that. So, if I can help right. to inspire people, cool, you know. Mm -hmm. Even if it even if it doesn't affect me, I mean that's kind of one of the reasons I'm so fucking you know cool and great and humble is that I do things like this even though I don't need to. You're one of the good ones. Most hateable version of Mike. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I'm one of the good ones, or if I'm the best one. But I'm mm -hmm. one of the, something in, where in there. I I just like the, how aware you are of your connection with the teens. Yeah, teens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a the big teens. Yeah, teens, teens. Just anything that's like mm -hmm. hip and new, and it's like you know. Yeah accepting new you can just hang out, out with them and, and and just rap you know talk about kind i of mean their parents if, that just don't you know get what's i'm basically i'm ef hutton if i talk <laughs> teens listen okay i bet they like that analogy the most yeah they 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 love that reference that's 
yeah, they they do that, and then and sometimes, you know, some somebody if somebody asks me for something, this is something I've been saying a lot. I'll go like, hey, 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 it's not Burger King. You can't have it your way. <laughs> That's something that I'll say. Yeah, it's it's a good way to form a connection with the teams. Yeah. And I'll go like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. I was like, listen, I was like, I'm like you guys, you know? Like, like my mom used to say, you got to get a haircut. And I'd say, mom, it ain't Burger King. You can't have it your way. <laughs> and she'd look like I slapped her in the face. <laughs> But I didn't slap her in the face. I was very respectful, except for the crack about Burger King and not having it her way. And you probably asked forgiveness for that every day. Right. I took forgiveness. I don't know that I asked. I took. Sometimes, that's that's the thing I have to tell you guys, is that sometimes you don't need to ask for forgiveness. You just need to take it. That's what an alpha does. (laughs) Oh, damn it. (laughs) An alpha does not ask for forgiveness. An alpha takes it. Is that the lesson you got from Sunday school? You can be wrong occasionally. It happens. Give us an example of how that would play out. Well, I mean, let's just say I flexed my bicep on purpose and hurt a bunch of people (laughs) in a vaccination scenario. Right. Right. I can see they're super bummed out. And part of me knew that I shouldn't have done that. But instead of like saying, hey, I'm, I'm really sorry, I said, without a word, I looked at both of them. And I said, I accept that you accept my apology. <laughs> That's how you do it. Forced, forced forgiveness is fantastic. Because <laughs> you don't, you know, you don't want to appear weak. You don't. I mean, they were just screaming blood all over their faces. Um, right. I can't see. I can't see. Uh, it's in my eye. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you don't want to appear weak by apologizing, but you don't want to be a fucking jerk who never, uh, you know, accepts that he did something wrong. So, because that's right. jerky behavior. Right. So just right. think of, just, you know, take my lead. That's my, that's my one piece of advice for the podcast. Be more like me. That's, okay. that's my one piece of advice for the podcast. It's good. That'll, I think that'll help a lot of people. A lot of teens, for sure. Well, we have a lot of teen listeners. Mm-hmm. They especially like our references to Mickey and Andy Rooney. That's I mean, <laughs> teens love to learn. 80s video hey, games. Eh, have we talked about Zaxxon on this show? Ooh, Zaxxon was a good game. Oh, wait, Mark's nodding his head. Yeah, he must have liked that. Do you want us to talk about it more? <laughs> well, can you pull I, up the minutes from that conversation? Yeah, yeah. Well, we should, we, we should get into the news. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. I am Mike Weeby, and we have with us, I can't believe he's been with us for this long already, even though it's only been five minutes, and this is the first episode <laughs> we have today. We have with us Mark Ryan, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Hello, everyone. Hey, Mark. Hello, Marcus. Hello. That's, that's, that's his, <laughs> his contribution is hello. Did you guys know, this is crazy, did mm. you know that there is a British Columbia in Canada? <laughs> and it's like, what? You're kidding me. You're kidding me right now. I bet we get some downloads from them this week. What, from British Columbia, Canada? We usually do. Brit- British Columbia, but it's in Canada. What do you think they do there? I mean, how does that work, Mike? I harvest cocaine, don't I, eh? Uh, what's great about that is we can insult three different locations at once. Yeah. <laughs> Take off, Oza. 
I'm harvesting me cocaine. <laughs> How's we gonna smuggle this cocaine <laughs> all the way from here? This pure white bam bam powder. How are we gonna smuggle this kilo of nose beer all the way to Florida from here in Canada? We'll have to find a plane that flies real low. I think I know just the vessel. It's called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> okay, let's get some news going. Our first story comes to us from the Daily Beast. The Daily Beast. I'm about to go into beast mode. I like to say that. Recently... Police in France struggled to ID a thief who stole more than $2.5 million in jewelry from LVMH Chalmay jewelry, jewelry Shop. In order to even get into the shop, the man had to provide his name and documents showing he had funds to buy more than $1 million in jewelry. Apparently, he provided expertly made forgeries. Once the jewels were on the display table, the man pulled a gun and stuffed the gems into a grocery bag. He then made off in broad daylight on an electric scooter he had parked outside. So wait, he he had to go to a place that he had to demonstrate he had enough money to buy over a million dollars in jewelry. Right. And he had a grocery bag in his hand? Yeah, that's weird. He also had a, He also got in with a gun. Like, nobody patted him down. He didn't have to walk through any kind of x-ray thing or... Well, he had a million dollars. He's probably trustworthy. That's been my experience. <laughs> the more money people have, the more trustworthy they are. They kept comparing him in the article to like cla- like the classical like seventies and sixties European jewel thieves who were just yeah you know really good at forging documents and making plans yeah. and like Murph the Surf. Yes. Who? Murph the Surf. It's the a guy jewel thief in the states in like the seventies. He in Luan comics. <laughs> In Luann comics? Yeah, was he in a comic strip <laughs> under Luann over Hagar the Horrible? Murph the Surf? No. He's a beach beach bum that rolls around and has the, the catchphrase like, My arms is tired! <laughs> it is one, maybe the worst catchphrase I've ever heard. <laughs> I didn't write it, dude. I didn't... I, no, you know. I don't. It's not directed at you. I'm just making a comment. That's why it about... didn't blow up like Garfield. Right. His catchphrase was, I hate Mondays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I eat lasagna. No, Murtha Surf was a, he was a surfing dude who, he's a real guy. It's, it's a fascinating story. It's, is, he, what, is he what, uh, is he who the movie Point Break is based on? I don't think so. No, he was, this, he was. You're thinking of Johnny Utah. <laughs> you know what? I don't know why you guys think that's fun, but it's not for anybody. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So this frog, did he do anything wrong? I mean, I like everything about him so far. Haven't we befriended the French? I don't think yes. they like being called frogs. We. Okay. Sorry. Uh. Sorry, guys. I apologize. <laughs> uh, actually, well, French people, I accept you accepting my apology. Exactly right. <laughs> Witnesses at an adjacent cafe should have seen the whole thing happen and been able to identify the man. But just as he was exiting the jewelry shop, they were all distracted by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Whoa. What? Apparently someone at the cafe noticed Van Damme entering a local optical shop at the exact moment the thief made his escape. 
so no one saw the thief. Police later apprehended the man on a bus headed to Belgrade. Paris police have yet to name Jean-Claude Van Damme as an accomplice. On a bus? They got on it? They, they caught him on a bus? Yeah, it was him and an accomplice, and they had a bunch of money and no jewels. So it's believed that they stole the $2.5 million, sold it, and then... Uh, they must already had a buyer. They, yeah, they think that they were trying to get to Montenegro... Well, I'm sad that he got caught because there's nothing, you know, other than waving a gun around in someone's face, which is uh, not. He just pulled a gun. It didn't say he he even aimed at anybody. Yeah, it's better if he wouldn't have aimed aimed a gun for sure. But I'm willing to let that go. I think, uh, you know, it is always a bummer. You hear about stuff like this and you love it because I love a good caper. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but then a lot of times you find out that these people are still pieces of total dog shit and mm-hmm. you have romanticized uh, a movie, not a guy who also probably beats the shit out of his fucking wife or whatever. You know, a lot right. of times these guys, it is not just... I think he pulled an origami rose out of his pocket and left it on the counter after he left. I will tell you, I will tell you this that I cut out of the story, which is, so he was behind, he was, he was in this room that was like locked. It had an electronic lock that you, and only the, uh, the guy showing him the jewels had like a key card that he could open. And so mm-hmm. he grabbed the jewels with one hand or he grabbed the jewels, he threw them in the bag and then he grabbed the key card off the guy and then ran out, like scanned the card and ran out. Well, don't those places have like, they're called man cages or something where there's like a, a double door. That's pretty common to have, but you go through one door and you're locked in right. or out like until you are released one way or the other. And I don't think one person can ever do it, maybe. But I guess you have to, or otherwise you couldn't get in. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't know what kind of security this place had, but it doesn't seem to be very secure. Are you saying that we should plan a heist? I've thought about that uh, a lot. I definitely think we should plan that on a recording that we're making and then broadcasting around the <laughs> that's world. That's right. 12 people will know what we're up to. I've never not been in a jewelry store and not cased the joint. And I don't know what I'm casing for, but I definitely look around and go like, yeah. mm-hmm. Here's my exits. Listen, in this, in whatever scenario, I'm willing to be the honeypot. <laughs> I've always had the dream of being a jeweler, jeweler, but I don't know anything about it, and I'm also not interested in jewels. But I like the idea... Of a quiet place where you would walk in to see me, and I would look up and have one of those uh, magnifier things in oh, my the, eye, in the one loop, eye, the jeweler's loop. loop. Yeah, I think I think me looking up doing that would be a great way to be introduced. You, yeah, you would have to be a jeweler, jeweler who made forged documents in the back room. Oh, oh yeah, you got to. Yeah, that's yeah. the real irony when you get robbed. Mm-hmm. And it would be somebody walking. I, I need to see the the spring collection. And you would say, it's only fall. And that, that, that's how we would know that. Yeah. That would be the, the, the sign and countersign to go get a passport. All right. Well, we solved that one. Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> he's cool. Do we even talk about JCVD? You know, I mean, he's a working actor. It's a tough gig. Yeah. Tough gig. Older action star. Still trying to redefine himself. English is a second language. Uh, you know, I expect I, I expect it would be easy to go go hard on JCVD, but is he is he French or is he from like he's Belgium? Belgium, Belgium. yeah, Belgium. He's, he's a muscles from Brussels, Brian. Yeah, God <laughs> damn it, Brian. Is Bloodsport his best movie? 
I've seen a lot of bad ones. I haven't seen a good one, so... Yeah, I don't know if there is a good one. Somebody told me Universal Soldier was worth watching, and yeah. Mark and I watched it one night, and... It is not. It, no. There's, there's, like, a good, like, 15 minutes at the beginning, and then that's it. It was. It's from an era of movies where you had to make your movie not that entertaining for people to like it. Yep. I don't yep. know what to call that, but that was a thing. Well... I would be willing to star in a film with JCVD, but that's the last I'll say of it. And I, I don't, and I don't care who puts up the money for it. Once again, you're pandering to the, the Chinese. No, no, I, I didn't say, I said, absolutely. <laughs> I did not say anything about that. I'm just saying that movies need to get their expensive. Why would you say you don't they care who fund? Right. They need to get funded. Get funded. Mm-hmm. I just think there's there's no reason to announce you don't care where the funding comes from right. unless well, you're letting I'm people sorry, know. You're not in the, you're not in the business. You have to put that out there to get projects financed. Right. So brutal authoritarian regimes can pay for your movie. I get it. I didn't say. I, I did it. not say anything about that. You don't. You don't have to say it. That's why. That's why it's you on say tape. It. It's on tape. Me not saying it. It is on tape. It's on. Mark has the reel to reel. He's gonna splice <laughs> this together later on. All right, let's move. Let's we need it. Yeah. We need to get to the news. People are getting upset okay. with this. Our next story comes to us from the BBC. Ah, Bad Boys Club. Bad Boys Club. Germany's War Weapons Control Act regulates the manufacture, sale, and transport of weapons of war within Germany. It's weird that Germany has a, a law like that. Germany is not allowed to have weapons of war, I thought. Well, no, they can have what there there there's a German military, but they control There is? It, they have a military again? Is that a good they, idea? Am I crazy? What? It's a German military, right? I, don't think I mean they so. have a police force. Maybe the Germans have like a defense force. Maybe. Which is a military, but we Yeah, founded in nineteen fifty five. Current form is nineteen ninety. Yeah, they they got a military age is seventeen, active personnel uh one hundred eighty three thousand eight hundred eighty five. That's a pretty big standing army. Okay, Reserve Germany. personnel, 30,000. Budget, 46 point... Oh, I'm sorry. Brian needs this in dollars. $57 billion. I, per, I prefer it in marks. Could you tell me it in marks? Deutschmarks. Uh, no, they don't use marks anymore. <laughs> oh, They've that's right. They've marks since maybe 2001. Well, I mean, I cool, I guess. Good for them. I like Germany. And uh, but, now, when I go there now, uh, I've enjoyed it uh you know some of those meats are weird <laughs> like what do you mean i don't know it's funny they are what, 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 give us an example like, i what? don't know sometimes they just have sandwiches and i don't know what's in that in them yeah <laughs> is it like it's organ weird. meat or is it just weird i don't know meat? i don't know i don't know yeah i get it you i'll ask them and they'll go hey some birds. <laughs> I've heard that story from Potty before. <laughs> Some birds. Yeah, they're just like like go like, ur Do like an animal noise. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's like a like a something that lives in the black forest. Aren't there like creatures that live in the black forest? Oh yeah, uh, stacks of them. <laughs> stacks of them. Stacks of of fair folk. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah, it controls, I believe it controls who can own war weapons and, you know, how they can uh, manufacture them, sell them, transport them. How do they define weapons of war? What makes, what makes, is a knife a weapon of war, Kevin? Well, they kind of get into that. 
uh, we'll get kind of get into that. It's I don't have a full definition. I mean, honestly, most objects in my hands, weapons of war. Wow, your hand, you just your hands. I think right, just my hands. But a playing card, <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed to have playing cards over there. I believe it. I believe it. I, a whole deck of playing cards. That's basically uh, fifty-two murders. Fifty-two murders. You should write a screenplay called Fifty-two Murders. <laughs> Somebody, it kills people with a it's deck not of a bad cards. Idea. And the the last the last moment is him killing the the crime boss with the ace of spades or something. Ah, uh, no, no. Here's what happens. Because uh, the character's name is Ace, right? He's <laughs> like, yeah, Ace. You've done messed up. 52 bodies but i'm the 53rd guy and then i go like oh that's why i always keep things funny for the joker card (laughs) the joker card goes straight into his brain i thought you were gonna do the the instruction card but (laughs) well maybe there's that one too the joker card's great too you're forgetting that in order to learn how to kill people you need instructions And then it's just fucking him holding his throat, fucking trying to trying to pull out a card while blood shirt shoots everywhere. I'm I'm worried people are going to steal that idea from you, Mike. Uh, poor man's patent, poor man's patent, poor man's patent on that idea. <laughs> okay, in July 2015. Oh, we're talking about Germany, right? Yes, Germany, July 2015. In July 2015, authorities in Kiel, Germany, were tipped off about a 78 year old man's cellar. Containing a World War II era tank. A Panzer. A Blaupunkt. (laughs) That's a speaker. Oh, they had them in the Panzers, though. (laughs) Pretty good sound system. They played craft work when they drove around. (laughs) Yeah, right. In World War II. Germans beating on trash cans recorded. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Einstein's de Neudenbauten. Yes, right. (laughs) Police raided the man's home to discover a 29-ton Panther tank, oh. an anti-aircraft gun, a torpedo, and multiple World War II era assault rifles, pistols, and ammunition. It then took 20 soldiers almost nine hours to remove the tank. Why didn't they just turn it on and drive it off? It didn't have treads anymore. It didn't really work. Well, then why are they fucking taking it from this guy, this old guy? That's a pretty good question. That collects yeah. stuff. Did he collect it? Because it was relics of his time that he loved in the Nazi German army. Because maybe he should lose it then. I gotta, I gotta do some math. Hold, hold on. No, he would have been like a toddler when uh, World War II happened. Well, oh. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Problem Child. <laughs> and that was just an American kid. Weirdest. <laughs> also, weirdly, I think the second <laughs> reference to John Ritter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that was a hit that was a sleeper hit i think, I think it was a sleeper hit yeah everybody loved it now six years later prosecutors are negotiating with the man's attorneys about whether the man violated the war weapons act and his possible penalties which may include a suspended sentence and fines of almost six hundred thousand dollars the man also has to find a new home for the items, but he says he's had offers from multiple collectors and at least one museum. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> the man who's now 84 
claims he bought the items as scrap and they cannot be war weapons because they are no longer functional. I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent with this guy. If they're not, yeah. if there's no like. I don't think he can hurt anybody. Like, unless like there's like plots and stuff of him plotting to do stuff with these, like especially like the a torpedo. Like, what are you gonna do with the torpedo if there's no? And especially, you just said they're not functional. And if that's true, then he does not need to spend. Well, I mean, I guess there's a lot of loaded stuff with like. Well, part of the thing is like the ammunition is definitely functional. There's, I mean, there's still unexploded bombs in like fields in France and stuff from World War One. Yeah, aren't there like whole sections of forest you can't even go to now still? But yeah, so that that's a big part of the the German argument is that uh, all of this ammunition and the torpedo are still armed. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I want to uh... believe that he was collecting all this for an elaborate heist. This was all <laughs> that this was all a setup. That there's a jewelry store probably in Antwerp. <laughs> <laughs> seems to me take it away from him um, let him sell it put it in museums and proper places but don't charge him 600k he's he learned his lessons after he ruined john ritter's life twice <laughs> <laughs> well and who ratted him out he's 70 years old and somebody in, i think it was in berlin he did too many tiktoks there was a raid or there was a search of a house that was rumored to have stolen art and that house was the one who ratted him out wow well, that makes it sound like he might have something to do with stolen art. That, and again, I'm making that makes him sound cool. Yeah, but whenever I hear about Germans and stolen art, no offense, German listeners, I always assume that it is stolen as a product of the Nazi invasion of much of Europe. Yes, that happened a lot. But there's a lot of like art theft from a lot of countries from other countries. It's very. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If I hear about the Brits, I just assume they took over a bunch of places and took it. You mean like the, yeah. the Elgin marbles taken directly from the Acropolis? I think it's pronounced Elgin. <laughs> the Elgin sausages yeah, taken. There's maybe eight people who will chuckle at that yeah. mildly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they, they're they they're out there. They're driving yeah. home from work right now. I don't eat a lot of sausage. You, you, <laughs> we talk about a lot about sausage, but I was thinking that I don't eat a lot of sausage anymore. Certainly not Vienna sausages. Well, did we break? Did we embarrass you too much? You had to break that habit. No, no. I just it's not a it's not something I eat very often. That's all. I would. I have no. Yeah. I have zero compunction about cracking up a can of Vienna sausages. Do you know what we don't have enough of in Texas? Fucking hot dog carts. Where would you put them? I don't know. Like in the shade. It gets hot out. That's what, and and so are the dogs. <laughs> There's your tagline. But yeah. you could have, I mean, you could have veggie dogs for the non-meat eating members of... I eat a veggie dog. How about that? Are you happy? <laughs> How did this escalate to this? <laughs> what happened? Calm down. I will open up a cart with you. That would be a sweet gig. We could probably get some, somehow brand hot dogs as adrenochrome hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man, just with that guy screaming. <laughs> wads of hot dogs in either just, hand. <laughs> just with wads of hot dogs and that top hat. Just cut. Big man. With like maybe an IV stand next Some to him. Some sort of motion lines coming out of his crotch. <laughs> yes. Because he's been yeah. made extra virile. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, what do you think about hot dogs? <laughs> 
Well, this is our last story for this week. It's from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. The Startlegram. And in the past, we've every uh, once or twice, we've had the headline of the week because I found a really good headline, but I didn't have a story to back it up. So I read the headline yeah. and then we moved on. The Boulder, Boulder, Boulder thing. This is an INS first. Yeah. We've, got a, we've got the headline of the week and we've got a story to go along with it. Hey. The headline was high-quality semen from dead Texas ocelot may revive endangered species. Song as old as time. Mm -hmm. The ocelot is a medium-sized spotted wildcat that reaches heights of 20 inches and weighs as much as 34 pounds. A little over a foot and a half, Kevin. Well, that's that's from uh, that's the shoulder height. So that's from the, like the paw to the top of their shoulder. My my statement remains correct. Okay, ocelots have been on the endangered species list since 1972, and it is estimated that just 60 ocelots remain in the wild in Texas. What? That's awful. Also, I didn't. Know, I don't really know what an ocelot is. Yeah, they're kind of like a weasel, right? No, they're they're like a wild cat. They weigh 34 pounds uh, and. Can sometimes grow a little over a foot and a half tall. You can get a license plate that if you pay a little more for it, it has an ocelot on it and it goes to ocelot preservation. Isn't that what isn't that isn't that what people say in prison? They say ocelot like them. <laughs> I know I'm trying to know how funny that is. Yes, yeah, so it's like a looks like a little tiny house pet leopard. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. There's just 60 ocelots remaining in the wild in Texas. That may be changing thanks to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, the Cincinnati Zoo, and an unlucky ocelot named OM283. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service had been tracking OM283 with a tracking collar. Since 2013. I'm not a number. I'm an ocelot. Until, uh, that is, until May, when the caller reported OM-283 was hit by a car near Brownsville, Texas. Oh, man. Oh, fuck, man. How are you going to hit an ocelot? Are you, what are you doing? Drive safe. Yeah. Clean the shit out of your eyes. One of just 60. God damn it. That would make me feel real shitty. I'd feel awful about that. And apparently, they're, the most common cause of death for ocelots is being hit hit by a car. So a biologist raced to the scene, grabbed OM-283's body, and threw it in a cooler full of ice so the Cincinnati Zoo could get OM-283's testicles within 36 hours of his death. Wow. wow. You want to get ocelot semen. I'm sure they wanted to get ocelot semen the natural way. They wanted him to breed naturally. But they had to get, had to get him this way because... It's not Burger King. You can't have it your way. That's right. That's right. Well, you got to be careful. You don't want to give the ocelot a stroke. So yeah. Oh yeah. Do do uh, ocelots <laughs> masturbate? Did you know that fourteen percent of ocelot strokes are immediately preceded by the ocelot masturbating vigorously? Wow. Man, they got those big paws. They do really do have big paws. They just they do have big paws. Yeah. Well, apparently this one never mated. Like, because they've been tracking it for eight years, and they believe that it had left. It left like the preserve that it was on, and they believe that it had left. <laughs> it, it never made it. What doesn't sound like an ocelot? It sounds like an incelot. <laughs> Ouch! Damn. 
Man, this is still got them still got them coming. <laughs> two onslaught puns in one night. This is great. Like the uh, the the alpha male forced it out, and so it left because it was too much of a rival. So it left. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, that uh, it was a loner preserved. ocelot. That ocelot needed to have the alpha brain monkey mindset. <laughs> Why didn't they just go? <laughs> if they should have just hunted once it got run off, they should have just gone and fed that ocelot some nootropics. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a that sounds like an o- ocelot who says I'm sorry. <laughs> As opposed to what was it? I accept that you accept my apology. Can you say it in a Paul Lindcatty way? Okay, okay, yeah, I can do that. I accept that you accept <laughs> my apology. <laughs> <laughs> so the biologist who gathered the testicles said, and I'm going to say this like it's a scene in a disaster movie. And this is the only thing that's going to save humanity because I imagine that's how... Because this is the only thing that's going to save the ocelot. We knew that any chance of success depended on collecting the cat and getting the samples to the Cincinnati Zoo as absolutely fast as possible. Hey, Mike. Yeah? And uh, they sure went through an ocelot of trouble for these cats. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he had to leave because the female decided she wanted to be with an ocelot rather than an ocelot not. (laughs) (laughs) The Cincinnati Zoo then collected over 250 million live sperm and divided them between 20 frozen straws to be used for artificial insemination. The director of the project said, and again, disaster movie, but this is this is towards the end. This is after they've saved humanity or ocelotity. It's just incredible that we were able to obtain such a high-quality semen sample from a wild cat hit by a car in Texas 36 hours before. Very exciting. This will be the first time a captive ocelot was artificially inseminated from a wild ocelot, and it could provide genetic diversity to species in captivity. Are there ocelots in other countries? Yeah, there's about—there might be, in total— as many as I think one and a half million. So overall, they're considered endangered, but least concerned endangered. But in Texas, they're almost extinct. And I think that that's true for all of the like the Southwest. We need to bring back the ocelot. Yeah, I thought you were, you wanted them extinct, just like no, no, I wouldn't. No, no I wouldn't kill off an ago, ocelot. I'd kill off some kind of bird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, how, there's way too many. Way too many birds, and they're all very close anyway. A female ocelot has one to three kittens in a litter, so OM283's high-quality sperm could lead to 20 or more kittens and may even lead to the reintroduction of the species into the wild. Yay! This is a, that's a, you know, that's a, um... I mean, it's sad that an ocelot died. It got hit by a car. Probably a fucking stupid F1. F-150. Uh, somebody just going out there to kill other animals. So Brian drives. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Brian, were you near Brownsville in uh, June by chance? No. No. That's all right. We don't need to talk about it. Do you have an F-150? Yes, I do, Mike. You're well aware of you that. Keep it full of. Do you keep it full of uh, ocelot fur? <laughs> ocelot fur? No, I'm 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 wearing mostly ocelot you, hey, now. Seriously though, do you? I, I, what kind of what kind of animal piss do you pour all over it? <laughs> Wolf. 
the other end. I don't. I don't have a. I don't want to talk about my pickup truck. <laughs> it's it is it is not a fun thing for me to talk about right now. If you're gonna go riding in the country, you're gonna kill you an ocelot. <laughs> and if you're gonna skin that ocelot, it's gonna cost you an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that now makes me think that there's gonna be an international news service special album of, of that would be good we put it on band camp uh-huh. i remember coming home my daddy he was crying nose filled with snot he said my son i just killed my very first ocelot <laughs> <laughs> that could be the that it's a song about a man who accidentally kills and like i'm just brainstorming right now song about a man who accidentally kills an ocelot and he's coming to grips with it and he breaks down in front of his his son crying because he knows that he's maybe it's the kid's ocelot oh yeah can the song be called high quality semen yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ocelot's dead, but we're still dreaming. Sending off his high quality semen to <laughs> Cincinnati, where it lives. 250 million sperm, and it's gonna go get and squeak and squirm up into a female ocelot's pussy. <laughs> I don't know about the I don't know about the last part, but <laughs> something like that. <laughs> you brought a tear to Brian's eyes. Oh man, that's I am I am tickled by that song. That's good. Well, we sure did it. I think yeah, that's... we're pro we're pro ocelot, right? Have we established mm-hmm. that? We're pro ocelot, yeah. Definitely right. definitely want to reach out to the ocelot community and let them know that my favorite show is the, o- the OC, and that's uh, for Ocelot. Well, guys, I think that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Feel free to email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Find us on social media at International News Pod. Uh, find us on Redbubble mm-hmm. uh, for all your merch needs, and uh, check us out on Patreon. And we'll see you next week. Kevin, is there, if I wanted to get a sticker... Uh-huh. Yeah, if I was a sticker collector, because I think a lot of people out there are, they yeah. just want to have, they want to have a show sticker, and then a sticker they actually stick to something. So they would want right. to. Is there a way somebody could get a sticker that the was somehow best, related to what they've just heard? The best way to get a sticker is mm. that if you went to our Patreon and paid just one dollar, mm. Michael J. Weeby himself mm-hmm. will take an envelope and take a sticker. Write your name and address on that envelope, put a stamp on it, and stick that sticker in there, and mail it to your house. I mailed one to Ireland recently. To someone we assume is a real person, but (laughs) (laughs) about. Yeah. The other way is, if you find me, and I'm anywhere, and you're Mm -hmm. wearing a mask that says International News Service on it, if you're wearing any piece of clothing... Kevin will pull it down and French kiss you. Mm-hmm. I will French kiss you, and then I will give you a sticker myself. You can get other stickers and get a Sharpie, which to oh, people sh- maybe not from the States is a permanent marker, and just write International News Service on the sticker and make your own. And that's free. But it takes <laughs> tell work. tell them how to make free stickers. I, we are the only the, source of stickers. I don't think that's a secret. If you subscribe, I'll say thanks a lot, and then I'll tell you a tale of an ocelot about all the time his seamen walked the world. 
I like the idea that his semen break free and are just <laughs> cruising around. In cowboy boots. Yeah, they're in cowboy boots. You know what? I only thought we had bobcats in Texas, but I'm glad to hear that we have a friendlier cat. Yes. Yeah, something that can, they can be domesticated. You should not domesticate the ones in the wild, however. Bobcats are mean. Super mean. Sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. If you see a bobcat, kill it. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that that's a good idea. But uh, make sure that it uh, vigorously masturbates it so it doesn't, it shoots its semen out and doesn't get to procreate. Right. And if you're lucky, it'll stroke out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Mike, you got anything coming up whenever this airs? August 18th? Uh, yeah, August 21st. I will be playing show in Austin, Texas uh, with the Dracula's at the Far Out Lounge. And then uh, look for Dracula's dates in September with the Toadies. And then, as always, first Thursday of every month, I do a fantastic comedy show in Austin, Texas at the Buzz Mill. I, I guess it's a bar. <laughs> I, I'm going to confirm that is, in fact, a bar, Mike. It's on Riverside in Austin. Yes, it's on Riverside. Yes, on East Riverside oh. here in lovely Austin, Texas. So the next sh that will be on the second of September. That's the first Thursday of September. Okay, yeah, that'll be September second, nine two twenty one. Excelsior! We will be giving away comic book merchandise as part of a hmm. silly bit we're doing. Any Doctor Strange comics in that? Nope. <laughs> no. Any Cerebus comics? Maybe. Hey. I like that. We will give away wildly misogynistic black and white comics. <laughs> <laughs> by a, it's written by a damaged, damaged man. Uh, now, oh, no. Now we've offended Dave Sim. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.